Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. So that was a scene, famous scene from the debate uh, where Donald Trump, we actually had COVID at the time, said that when he brought up about uh, Hunter's antics, in comes Joe Biden with 51 intelligence agents say this is all a bunch of garbage. Uh, guess who's here? Kennedy's here. And this girl um, <laughs> comes on tip of my tongue. Is this the first time you guys are together? No. Are you Not kidding? emotionally. No. Julie Banderas is here. I almost think you guys should be a team. I didn't know if this was. A, oh, this we've teamed up. We have. Yeah. On against to you. fight yeah, crime. Yeah. When you or? hear those those sirens, the the FDNY sirens, <laughs> it's because we've been burning the city down. Yeah. Right. Metaphorically. Yeah. Oh, okay. We actually are the head of a street gang. Mm-hmm. And that gang. What's the name of that gang? Kennedy and Julie. Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's no. It's not. There's no coyness to it. No. But you know we're where to find to, me. We're trying. I, to I lay thought low. it was hot cougar bitches. Ah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's... Oh my God. Can we change it? We're officially changing ourselves. <laughs> we are now the hot cougar bitches. So, um, Joe Biden was able to look in that camera. I love when stuff throws you off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Joe like, Biden. What in the hell? Joe happened? Biden was ever was able to look in the camera and flat out lie. It was a lie. He right. knew it was a lie. He knew the laptop was real. He knows that his son has problems, and that's putting it lightly, and that is soft peddling it. He knew that those people who signed that were compromised. Uh, they were obviously promised something. Those are the people who run the spy apparatus in this country. They are spying on you warrantlessly, and they lie for politicians to save face and to reinsert the establishment and shame on every single one of them, especially this president who should not be reelected because he is mentally deficient and morally compromised. Right. You gave me even more than I thought. But Mm -hmm. do you know something? I think he's great. Sometimes in (laughs) your life when someone lies and then you catch him, you go, or, or her, you go, okay, that's the way they look when they lie. So and how how definitive did they sound when they were doing it? And it made me think, Julie, what else is he lying about? You knew at the time. And how lazy are these 51 intel agencies not to pick up the phone and say, number one, Joe, see your son's laptop. I'm about to sign off on this. Number two, uh, let's just look. uh, Show me a few emails. Get your assistant. Show me a few emails. Find out if the correspondence between these well-known people took Devin Archer, others. And you have somebody at least run it up the pole. But instead, oh, Mike Morrell called. They want you to sign this paper. And they did. And it might have turned the election. The fact that our now Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, was actually behind all of this and trying to basically pass it off as Russian disinformation, that right there should be called. I don't understand why there aren't serious calls about him to step down right now. He should step down. He should absolutely 
Who, the president? No, the Secretary of State. Now, Lindsey Graham is calling him in to speak to him. Yes, and and they've got this letter, and basically Jim Jordan is basically saying that, you know, they purposely tried to bury a story prior to the election, okay? They accused Trump of doing the same thing, but his his crimes are a lot less than this when it comes to burying a story that could have actually influenced the election. So that's election tampering as far as I'm concerned. Is it not? People who were polled about this— have said, um, you know, it's anywhere, depending on the poll, between 17 and 24 percent of voters who said they would have changed their vote if they had known that this was real. So so it did have an effect on the election. Uh, You know, it's like you contrast that with the Facebook, you know, supposedly Russian disinformation that changed people's votes. Mm -hmm. You can't show a measurable difference for people whose opinions or votes were influenced by ads they saw on Facebook, but people who saw the way this was handled and Twitter suppressing the New York Post story, they say if they were in full possession of the facts, their vote would have been different. So it's it's so interesting because that is really what Trump should focus on now. Lay out like he's smart to lay out. Let this be the narrative. Number one, I think there's a degree of panic within the Biden camp. Not only does he have 38 percent approval on Reuters, 42 overall on real clear average, but now you have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. getting the race. Yeah. This stuff is coming out. A whistleblower is apparent. And all of a sudden, the fall rollout is a Tuesday yes. rollout, yeah. Julie Banderas. And, and also, if you, oh, I love when you call me by my last fake name. Um, so, first of all, the IRS, well, Banderas is fake. That's what, what are you going to It is? Well, yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't that. know that? No. Oh, let's switch gears quick. My last name is Bidwell. Banderas is just a TV oh, name. Oh, I thought that was your married name. No. Hell yeah. no. That was Sanson, in, which gross. I purposely never just took kidding. it. I didn't even it's think horrible. that's a gross name. No, it actually is terrible. But anyway, well, uh, are you going to keep the fake name? Um, Banderas? Well, yeah. I'm kind of stuck with it, I, uh, I think. I don't know. I'll talk to management and see if they don't mind me going back to Bill. No, well. See, your whole life is television. You're like, I'll talk to management. I was just talking about in your oh, – so do people call you Julie Banderas, let's say, when you go to the uh, Five and Dime to pick up moccasins? I uh, uh, No. <laughs> no, they call me Bidwell. I go by Bidwell outside oh. of this building. I can't believe you didn't know that. No, I saw it. I thought it was I thought that was a fake name. No, Bidwell is no Banderas is a fake name. My my sister actually named me. It's a really long story, but former news director in New York City wanted me to change my last name to appeal to the Hispanic Isn't she demographic. J-Lo's in manager? New York City. Uh no, but my sister actually brought up Lopez as a as an example because I could have been J Lo. Then she said Banderas because I could keep my initials J B. Were we talking about Are you Biden? are you Hispanic though? Are you Hispanic? <laughs> I am. My oh, mother's so Colombian. Yeah. So then we kind of tried to pass it off as is as my mother's maiden name, which is actually not true. It's uh it was Rodriguez. Where, and what like are you? Name. You're Romanian? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought she Good was stuff. Russian. By the no, way, um I never want to let an opportunity to remind the world that Julie Banderas had a pre-Thanksgiving party that sickened 45 out of 50 people. And when I say sickened, I mean, mean both ends for days. We we caught something called COVID? sapovirus, which is like norovirus, yes. which is... Uh, that brought down cruise ships. That's, and I that's don't mean actual cruise, cruise ships, but like hundreds micro. of people. In Were you the carrier? Uh, my daughter was. Yeah. My and daughter was she the infector monkey. was throwing up the night before my Thanksgiving Day parade bash that I used to throw every year because I live on the parade route. And Kennedy, among many others, <laughs> were at the party. And within 12 hours, I think, of you leaving my house, I have photographs, actually. I'll send them to you at some point, of her two kids and her all laid out on the couch with mm-hmm. trash cans. 
beneath their faces. But we weren't the only ones who sent those. Julie had like five oh, pictures. 50. Of did, 50 she express, did she express regret that this happened? No, because no. I lost like 15 pounds. Yeah, I, I, I no. never looked I'm better. I'm still waiting for a thank you gift. <laughs> Aren't <laughs> you so glad you booked us? Not yet. <laughs> it's cute that you uh, thought we were going to actually <laughs> talk about the topics you assigned us. So, all right, let's forget about that. For one thing, I just think things are changing. I think by, by the middle of next week, I think things are moving. And a thing that I find most encouraging Sadly, is NBC, CBS, CNN are all covering it. Not the way we're doing it, but they're at least covering it. I had like a four-minute – there's a four-minute – CBS has a streaming and so does ABC, has a streaming network that no one watches. So they're like rolling this for like six-minute packages, which I think is kind of interesting. But something else is interesting. James Corden's last week of late night. I no actually, one cares. I actually Not didn't even person. know this was his last week. That's how little I care. No one, no one cares. No one's moved. Can I finish? Oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, Brian, as right. you were. This was our show, I thought. I didn't know he was the host. Okay, go ahead. Listen, I, I don't... Don't I, give us Julie, too much time. Okay, we'll no, hot cougar bitches should be sidelined <laughs> no, no, no. for your man's I planning. expect this for Julie, but like to interrupt me to say nobody cares <laughs> is, is, is more than hurtful. I thought that's what you were going to so, say. So the, uh, so the carpool karaoke I do think is pretty innovative. I, I do think we he's very talented. We did that on MTV at the Beach House in 1995. Oh, is that true? Wow. What did you do? In true. cars? Damn. Yes. It was right. called karaoke. And by the way, do you know... Really? Yep. And how come no one said this Wait, before? I've never heard because that. Because they're all a bunch of dishonest liars. And I'm sure people have VHS tapes lying well, around so, <laughs> at Beach have, House. Do you, was that before the dash cam? Yes. So so do you have a shooter? Like, did you have a, a camera guy in the car? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, so you didn't have a lipstick camera in the corner? No. I had uh, I had lipstick all over my face. Right. Nothing to do with that. That was from <laughs> Kissing Sailors in the green room. Right. Which is, which is, and they had the lipstick or you had it? Well, right. we both had it after that. Okay, understood. So, do you know they're on a flatbed? Oh, oh yes. Sometimes I did not know. Oh. No, sometimes. So he okay. he actually said that sometimes they do drive, but sometimes they don't. So I know, I know you have to run. You do an outnumbered? Oh, right. I forgot. Okay, about no, that. no, don't leave. No, yet. but I have time. Okay, have time. yeah, don't leave yet. Here's a little of carpool karaoke, and I know you know this, but P Diddy, Puff Daddy, whatever he is, <laughs> unbelievably charming. Listen to a little of it. How does baby number seven happen? I'm going to be honest with you. It's because I got back in music. So I started producing R&B again. And I have my a, a new record label you called think Love a, Records. Yes. You think it's, it's the, the baby making music that I make. You know how like there's no more baby making music? I had to make my new baby to like, I had to go back and get old 90s music and make a playlist. To make go on, what, what's on the playlist? <laughs> so I go home. I go home. I light a candle. Mm-mm. I put it on. Left the red light on. No candle. It may burn down the place a red light yeah it's a red light a red light like a red light a red light, bulb. A red light bulb. yeah so it's i'm screw, an artist everything's screwing in red light bulb light bulb yeah put the kids to bed put the kids to bed put that on put it on and then it's just gonna happen and the thing is it's called off the grid so there's no phones allowed okay so to disconnect your phone and really really lock in i don't use my phone a lot other. during yeah. love making anyway yeah. so <laughs> This is the build up. Oh, oh, oh this do is you the and your you and your wife, y'all just go straight to it. You're going hot. So it was just <laughs> I, I just found him with a great personality, down to earth, self-effacing. Your thought about that exchange. I've known Diddy since the nineties and I like him. I've always had a good time with him. I actually interviewed him for the cover of a music magazine and it was uh uh bad boy 
Good girl was the cover. It was me and Diddy on the cover. So I got to take a picture That's of that. Awesome. Post it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, he is a really nice guy. My sister yeah. was the executive producer of his reality show where they formed the girl band. So she worked with him for years, and he's he's great. I mean, I, I Because I he comes him. off dark glasses, looks menacing, but he doesn't seem to be. I remember he almost invited me to the white party. Uh, never actually pulled the trigger on that, but I'm sure. I think he ended it a little quick. But when I bring that up, do you notice how sullen Kennedy got? Do you not like your music days? I love my music. Okay, because you got very quiet. Best. No, it's because I'm I'm doing You're a thinking. comedy tour with Jimmy Fela, and we start May sixth in Reading, Pennsylvania, at the Santander uh, Performing Arts Center, and a lot of the my performance will be talking about stories from MTV. Are you going to so roll I'm, some clips? No, I don't have any clips. Oh. There's nothing. nothing they didn't, I didn't even have VHS VHS tapes back then. No, we had beta. You had beta? Yeah. What about just film? <laughs> right. They had, um, we had quarter tracks. inch and half inch. Yeah. I remember those, yeah. actually. Quarter what, inch. what was your question, young man? I, I don't even remember. Oh, P. Diddy. Yeah, we we both P. Diddy fans. Right. But I think it's interesting. Not that- James Corden. I thought he was useful as teats on a bowl. You did not like him? No. But did, I think I- Ed, and the Balthazar story... Really drove me crazy because I believe that he was a diva and annoying and like, yeah. oh, my God, my wife's eggs. There's there's six eggs. There's only supposed to be four. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. It was some yolk that made it into the egg white omelet. It was and that was his complaint? Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Right. It was because yolk made it into the egg white omelet. She's allergic to yolk. But okay, fine. That. She's not, but that's not right. Yeah, like she said. Is it like he's in the room? Yeah. That, you know what that really sounded is. like? One of the kids from Two Sir With Love. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Dear Sir with Love. Is it Dear Sir with Love? With love. Yeah. yeah. Right. What I didn't like about that is that he took down the manager, the waiter, all these people yeah. that are serving him, and then he was allowed back. And the owner of Balthazar, or whatever it's called, should be embarrassed because he should right. never be allowed back in that restaurant. Okay, that was an epic fail. I, by the way, You're I welcome. just tried to lighten things up. I it thought Diddy was wonderful. Right. No, no, I think we've had a wonderful conversation about Let's this. Let's try one more. Okay. All right. Here we go. The Crash Test Dummies. Oh. Okay. Horrible band. You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims. Is this a issue that you wanted to tackle and you're angry that someone beat you to it, Julie Banderas? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> would. I was always wondering why don't crash test uh, dummies have why breasts? Why are they men? Why, why don't they have breasts? I mean, you know, right. seriously, like uh, women who pose in Nike sports bras don't have breasts. Right. So why do we need crash test dummies with breasts? Do you believe this is happening in Washington? $20 million. Well, you know what? Pete Buttigieg doesn't do anything else as transportation secretary. So he had to come up with something. So uh, he was like, ooh, yes. He, uh, has, he has the worst female political, crash test dummies. He has the worst political instincts of anyone I've ever seen. And that, that's in the shadow of Hillary Clinton. Like, he is so bad. Right. He's dismissive well, this is a request from of, a, lawmaker. of a train and crash that could be deadly in East Palestine, East Palestine, uh, Ohio. And and now here, like this is the hill you die on, you know, dummy boobies. Yeah. I I don't understand. I mean, he this is someone with presidential aspirations. He went to Oxford. Listen, I, I went to Oxford for the weekend. Right, <laughs> same thing. Wait, and and let people. me just say one thing. His argument is that seventy three percent of uh, fatalities, or not fatalities, but accidents, involve women. Well, 
I'll be honest, women are not the best drivers. So I'm not sure. Wow. I'm not going to. I mean, I'm an amazing driver, but I don't know too many women. You buck the trend. I don't know many women that can parallel park like I can. Let's just put it that way. She's got a button. It just does it itself. No, I got I parallel park like a beast. I could parallel park a 1962 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. You and I are like sisters when it comes to like me being better than everybody else. But I'm talking about most women. Right. Yeah. This uh, we're not the average women. From your perspective, Brian. I, I think this noticed. this this segment went really well. I think I it's so. it's. I'm putting it on my reel. Really? On your beta reel. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. the only way to watch it. Julie, go do outnumbered yeah, go. and be one of the women. Oh yes, I will. Be I one will. of the women. I will. All right, and you stay. Okay. All right, uh, Brian, kill me, Joe. Don't move. Don't have too much fun without me. You can move. Okay, bye. Want even more, Brian? Download the podcast at BrianKillMeShow.com. Every episode, exclusive interviews on demand. More of Kill Me coming up. The more you listen, the more you'll know. It's Brian Kilmeade. Kenny, am I the only one excited about 2024? No. I, 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 to me, it's it's better than the NCAA tournament, even though it's so early. I could not. I could not be more excited because here's the thing. Like, I don't understand why people get upset about presidential elections when their person doesn't win. I'm a libertarian. My person's never going to be president of the United States. I'm fine with that. But the rest of it. It's like, I know UCLA isn't going to play for the national championship in football, but I still love college football. Mm -hmm. You know, I still dislike Alabama pretty actively. But this is where your analogy falls flat with me. Mm -hmm. If UCLA doesn't win the championship, Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't affect China uh, outstripping us for the number one economic and military power in the world. A lot of helmets but if we and lose uniforms this, uh, are made in China. If so America, if a, wrong, cer- friend. if a certain, that's a good point. But if a certain person loses the next election mm-hmm. or wins the next election, I believe that our American way of life has never been this threat. Okay, here's the problem. You have With- people like Rob Reiner, hysterical people who run around Every election cycle, it doesn't matter if it's the midterms or a presidential election, and they say every time, this is the most important election of our lifetime. And now people are completely apathetic, and they don't care. The only problem is, do you agree that this China threat with Central America, South America, the taking over Taiwan, the uh, the what's happening with their combination with Russia, Iran, is pretty unprecedented, When especially when you say almost every expert agrees that their economy is a threat to us, where the Soviets never was? Their economy, was? Uh, okay, so Russia's economy is in the tank. Everyone knows that. They, they, but compared to limited. the Soviets. Yeah, right. um, who stole land and imposed very harsh rule on my people. Romania. Then left, exactly, and came to the United States. One of the reasons I hate commies. Um, but China's economy has not been growing at the rate that it was for years and years. Um, the The scariest thing is that China's economy will contract because they are so over leveraged because they're in bed not only with Russia, Saudi Arabia, South America, but also Africa. That's going to be too much for them. And they're going to pull the world economy down with them. I feel better. I feel so much better. Great. Right. Did you make all that up? I did not. Yeah. Okay. good. I could have. But when do we watch? When do we watch your show? 7 p.m. Eastern Monday through Thursday on the Fox Business Network. See you Saturday at 8. One Nation. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. 
Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.